we don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. This is episode 23, Five Books That Changed My Life. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I'm excited to be with you guys this week. It is summertime and we just got back from a family vacation to the Midwest to visit my side of the family. So I'm coming back feeling renewed and refreshed and it's always good to go visit family, especially because we live so far away from either one of our sides of our family. So I hope that you guys are settling into summer nicely and enjoying your summer so far. I am coming to you from my podcast studio, aka my master bedroom closet, and I am recording this episode pretty late at night, but I'm up drinking coffee, which is always a good combination because I'm kind of a night owl. I've talked about that before and I've pretty much decided that coffee has no effect on me. I've talked about that before as well about how I can drink coffee into the evening and it does not keep me up. So I'm excited to bring you guys this episode and we're going to talk about books today. And as the title said, five books that changed my life. Can a book change your life? Well, I think so. And I have always been an avid, huge reader. And I used to read a lot more uh, fiction when I was younger in junior high and in high school. But in my adult life, I am more of a nonfiction reader. And I love reading and I love reading other people's stories and hearing their perspectives on life and just different areas of life and what they've been through. And I've really realized over the years that one of the ways that the Lord really speaks to me is through writing um, and through books and other people's writing and my own writing. And so reading in this season of my life I'm talking about a very long season of my life, especially the last 10 years. And I'm kind of having that 10-year benchmark in my mind for a very specific reason because in just a few months in August, my husband and I will have lived in Phoenix, Arizona for 10 years. And so we are coming up on the heels of living in the state we live now uh, almost 10 years in just a couple months. And that feels very significant for me because 10 years ago when we moved to Arizona, we were in a different season of life and newly pregnant, but not telling anyone yet because we struggled with infertility for so long and we just wanted to make sure that we were in that safe zone before we told people. But anyways, so that's why that season is very significant and in my mind because 10 years ago, I was in a different season and it was 
in all honesty, by all accounts, a very hard, disappointing season for a lot of reasons. And God has just taught me a lot in the last 10 years about himself, about myself, about surrendering to him through hard times, about finding joy in seasons where it doesn't seem like there's anything to be joyful about. He's taught me a lot about friendship and community. He's taught me a lot about servanthood and what it means to serve him and the kingdom and the church as a whole. And I've just learned a lot of lessons. Maybe one day I'll do, you know, 10 lessons I learned in the last 10 years of this season of my life. But today we're going to be talking about books. I bring all that up to say because the first book that I want to share with you guys that really changed my life was a book called Plan B by Pete Wilson. And I will leave links in the show notes to each one of these books where you can purchase them um, and read about them. So don't worry about writing them down now. You can go visit the show notes at andreamworley.com slash blog slash EP23. And I'll repeat that again at the end of the episode. So you guys can go find those links there. But anyways, Plan B by Pete Wilson was a book that I read 10 years ago. That's why I talked about the 10-year mark because it's very seared into my mind. I remember where I was when I first heard about this book. I was driving to um, the Christian bookstore and this commercial came on on K-Love, which is the Christian radio station. And it was like a little blurb. I don't know if Plan B had already released at the time or was about to release, but no, it was already released at the time because I remember driving to the Christian bookstore and I was going there for something completely different. And I heard this commercial on the radio about this book and something just struck me. First of all, the title Plan B um, really struck me because at that season of my life, I felt like I was definitely living a plan B moment. My husband and I were definitely going through some things in our lives, just in life and ministry and newly pregnant. Um, And then fast forward when I heard about this book, I was a new mom and we were just in a really difficult season with our personal lives and our church life and ministry life that I really felt like I literally was living a plan B life. What I thought my life was going to be like was not what my life was at that time and in that season. And I really struggled with in that season, a lot of contentment and a lot of peace. And so I really felt the Lord speak to me that day. And I was already on my way to the Christian bookstore. And so I picked this book up anyways while I was there. And I read it. And it's one of those books. All of these books that I'm going to talk about today are books that I have on my shelf that I reread. I don't know if you guys have books like that, but I definitely have books that I keep and reread and underline and just go back to. And Plan B is one of those. So if you are in a season of life where you feel stuck, maybe you feel discontent, maybe you feel like 
you're not sure how you got to where you are and why you're there, and maybe you feel like you're living a little bit of a plan B life, I highly suggest you guys pick this book up. It's a great book, and it's full of a lot of wisdom, and it was just the book that I needed in the season that I was in that God really used to speak to my heart on a lot of those topics, and so I highly recommend it. By the way, none of these books are in any particular order um, necessarily except for Plan B because I really feel like reading that book was such an eye-opener for me in that season of my life 10 years ago, and it really put me on a trajectory to look at my relationship with the Lord a little bit different and kind of surrender some things that I had really honestly felt like the Lord had forgotten about me. And this book, the Holy Spirit, really used it to speak to my life and really Um, just began a journey and a work in my life on surrendering. So I highly recommend that book. Okay, number two, Um, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Peter Scazzario. I'm pretty sure I just butchered his last name, but it's, I think that's how you say it. Um, And the byline of this book says, it's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And you guys, I loved this book. And this book, like I just read the byline, it talks about our spiritual maturity and our emotional maturity. You cannot have one without the other and vice versa. And in order to be healthy spiritual people, we need to also be emotionally healthy people. But if we're emotionally immature, we can't be spiritually mature. And this is such a good book. I read this book a couple years ago. I pass it along to my husband. I tell everybody that I know about this book because it is just so, so good. And it really starts to just kind of make you aware of maybe some of the patterns in your life where you might be emotionally immature or spiritually immature. And it's just such a good book. So I highly recommend that one. Okay. The third book is The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile. This book is about the Enneagram. It is the first book that I read about the Enneagram, about the subject of the Enneagram. I heard a podcast with Ian Morgan Cron, who is one of the authors of this book. I listened to him on another podcast. Um, I think it's been probably three years now that I've known about the Enneagram. And as soon as I heard him speak on this podcast, I was like, I need to get this book and pretty much ordered it that week. And I just devoured this book. I'd never heard of the Enneagram. And learning about the Enneagram and learning about my Enneagram number, I am an Enneagram one, which is the perfectionist or the reformer. It has been so eye-opening for me on my journey of just living a healthier lifestyle, emotionally and spiritually speaking. The Enneagram is different than other personality test because the Enneagram is really all about what motivates you. And if you guys haven't listened to the episode I did with my friend Kristen on the Enneagram, I will also link that in the show notes. I highly recommend listening to that episode. It's just a great intro episode to the Enneagram. But The Road Back to You um, is just such a good book. If you haven't learned anything about the Enneagram or maybe you're new to it, I highly suggest that book. I highly suggest 
reading the book for what it's worth because it goes through all of the Enneagram numbers. And one thing that I think is really important, in my opinion, in learning how to figure out what your Enneagram number is, is to really read about all of them. And so this is a great book that you can read about every single number and then kind of evaluate based on all the information what number really resonates with you. So I highly suggest that book too. It's a great book about the Enneagram. I find myself referring back to it. I've underlined a lot of things in the chapter about ones and other chapters about other numbers and how it pertains to my friendships and relationships and my marriage. I recommend this book to a lot of people. It's actually my copy is out on loan right now to a friend because it's just such a good book. And I think the Enneagram is one of those things that's super helpful and so needed for all of us to learn, Um, not just for ourselves, because I think that once you learn what your number is, and then you kind of start learning about your friend's numbers or your husband or your wife, it really just opens up so much communication and understanding. And through the Enneagram, through learning about my own number and other people's numbers, it has really allowed me to give a lot more grace and understanding in areas where I honestly wouldn't have before and would have just written people off and would have just um, not thought twice. But once you start understanding yourself and understanding others, I think that's where the magic happens and something really beautiful happens in our community and our relationships with other people when we give people grace and let people off the hook and we're not so easily offended by things. So it's such a great book, The Road Back to You. Number four, Dance, Stand, Run by Jess Connolly. This book came out a couple years ago and side note, I hardly ever read books when they first come out, like very rarely, except for the exception of when I've been on book launch teams and I get advanced reader copies, but very rarely do I ever read them when they come out. Um, And Dance, Stand, Run was one of those books that I didn't read right away when it first came out. I think I read it a year after it came out and um, I think it came out in 2017. And this book is just, it is so good. And it talks about what does it mean to be a woman who is on mission with the Lord? What does that look like? And what I really appreciate about this book and the way that Jess Connolly wrote it and some of the things that she addresses is she addresses just a lot of like just legalism and spiritual strongholds and tearing down those walls and really just addressing your relationship with the Lord and what does that look like and what does that mean? And it just was such a good book. And last but certainly not least, Wild and Free by Jess Connolly and Haley Morgan. You guys, this book, I think that every woman should read this book at some point in her life. And if you haven't read this book, I suggest you go to your local library, pick it up, go buy it, because I'm sure that you'll want to keep it forever like me. But the basis of this book, there's a there's a line in this book where it says, um, never too much and always enough. And that message in this book, that is a central theme in this book. And that has really struck me when I read it and it has stayed with me now for years. It's been probably 
three or four years since I read that book. And um, I was a young girl and a college student and just a woman for a really long time that struggled with being who I truly was, my authentic self, because I thought that I would just be too much for people. And then on the flip side, there were a lot of times where I felt like never enough for people. And there were things that were said to me, things that were done to me um, that created a lot of hurt that made me feel like I'm just never going to be enough. And the important message in that book is that you are never too much for the Lord and you are always enough for him. Exactly who you are and who he's created you to be is enough. So that book is just super deeply personal. Um, the message has just struck me. And even now talking about it, um, I feel emotional because I read that book and just uh, my eyes were just opened to some certain patterns in my life that I had let become patterns that were not very healthy. And just it also was just such a confirmation from the Lord that I need to be exactly who he's created me to be and not apologize for it because I'm enough. And in those things, I am enough and never too much. So I love that book and I love all these books and that's why I'm sharing them with you guys today. And so if you're like me and the Lord speaks to you through books and words, I highly suggest um, putting these on your summer reading list. And if you're not a reader, and um, you feel like you maybe never have, maybe pick up one of these books um, and see what the Lord might have for you um, as you read through the pages and on the other end. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you got some new recommendations uh, for some books. And these are just a few things that God has taught me through these. Um, So thank you for listening. If this podcast has impacted you, I would love it if you would leave a rating and review. Jump on over to whatever listening platform you're enjoying the podcast on and leave us a rating and review. It really helps spread the mission of the podcast even farther and helps other people hear about the show. You can find show notes to this episode, like I mentioned, freebies and more on my website at andreamworley.com and find me on Instagram at andreamworley so we can connect over there too. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,